I'm Kyle Northcutt. Welcome to the Kids Learn Career Show. Each week, I ask a different person about their job so you can know what your options are out in the world. My guest today is Melissa, Melissa Pierce, a f- psychotherapist who teaches people how to do therapy with horses. Melissa, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kyle. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. First off, can you tell me what a psychotherapist is and like what it's like to be one? Yeah, absolutely. So mental health, we hear all the time about physical health or emotional health, but mental health and how we feel about life in general is such an important thing. And a psychotherapist meets with people to help them get a better understanding of, you know, what's going on for them emotionally, psychologically. That's pretty cool. So I know you have a company, uh, Touched by a Horse. So like mm-hmm. what kinds of things do you actually do day to day at work? And can you tell us, tell us a bit more about your company? Sure. So I founded my company many, many years ago because horses are my passion. I absolutely love them. And I combined horses and my psychotherapy to come up with a way to really help people with the horses in the ring with them. So if you were my client, You'd be in the ring. I'd be helping you with something. Maybe you're mad at a friend or your parents are upsetting you or whatever. And the horse is in there with you too. So now today in our company, we train others to do that as a career. So they work with veterans. They work with people who are going through a divorce. They work with all kinds of trauma, people that have been in serious car wrecks, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Cool. So when did you first know you wanted to do this kind of work? Well, I knew I wanted to be a psychotherapist when I was probably in my 20s. And I came from a family, my parents had gotten divorced, and I knew I still had some hangups about it for my own self. And so I entered therapy and I entered uh, with an open attitude and learned I loved it and it was very effective. Mm -hmm. So I became a therapist and my horses, I've always had horses and they've always been my best friends. They're like my most trusted confidants. So I began blending all of that together. And today my company is celebrating its 30th year in existence. And we have almost 300 graduates around the world that do what I do, what I've trained them to do. Wow. That's impressive. Thank you. So before this, did you consider any other jobs or careers? And can you tell us a bit more about the path you took to get here? Sure. So I went into real estate when I was 21 because I really wanted a ranch and I couldn't figure out how I was going to get the money together. Like how do people get the money together to have horses and a ranch and all the things that I have today? So I did that at first, but I still knew I wanted to do something that filled my heart more than selling Mm -hmm. real estate would. Wanted to do something that really made a difference in people's lives. So I'm glad I went the direction of becoming a therapist and becoming a coach and what I do today. That's really cool. So what do you you. like most and least about your job? Hmm, that's a good question, Kyle. I think I like most the feedback that I get from people of how much they enjoy doing this work with others. You know, I hear from them all around the country and Canada and around the world, and they feel really happy that they're helping others. So that's very gratifying for me. And least I keep a super busy schedule. And there are days when I think, oh my gosh, I can't add one more thing onto my schedule. That's probably Mm -hmm. what I like the least. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. 
Now a word from our sponsor. Your host Kyle Northcutt here. My neighborhood recycling course at kidsgreenteam.com is now only $19. I want everyone who wants to start a business and help save the planet from harmful plastics to be able to start today. Go to kidsgreenteam.com to grab the course and get started now. Okay, back to the show. What lo- what level of education do you have? Was that required for your job? It is. So I have a bachelor's and a master's in social wow. work, which allowed me to become a psychotherapist. So I have both of those. And I have some certifications and things mm-hmm. in addition to that. I loved school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think the future of college education is as it relates to your job? Uh, like, I know this is kind of weird, but do you ever see self-education certifications on the job training, like Apple University, replacing a traditional degree? Well, actually, my own school that I run where people come and get a certification mm-hmm. from me, they do not have to have a college degree. So I'm in a way kind of already doing that, finding mm-hmm. a different way for people to come and get certified. So they get their certification. They don't have to be a therapist and they go out in the world and start their private business and their private practice. Mm-hmm. But I think it was important for me to have my degree because I'm the head teacher, right? I'm the yeah. principal, the headmaster. So I needed mm-hmm. to have my degree. So what's something you wish you hadn't taught school, but had to learn later on in life? My gosh, so much. For me, I think school, which as I said, I loved it, helped me understand there's always more to learn. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't about school teaching me everything I needed by a long shot, but I learned how to learn. Like mm-hmm. I love to read and I love to look at documentaries and see other things and learn new things. Mm-hmm. So gosh, the majority of what I do today, I think I learned after school, but mm-hmm. in school, I learned to love learning and learned how to love education. So how much free time do you have? Like do you work a traditional 40 hour work week more or less? I don't work a traditional week. There are weeks where I work uh, crazy, like way too many hours. Mm -hmm. And there are other weeks, like while you and I are recording this, I'm out in our place in California having fun. So I'm doing very, very little this week, but say the first week of May, I'll be back on the ranch and I'll work three months straight with almost no days off. But when you find something you're really passionate about, it doesn't feel like work. You know, it's different than if I had to check in somewhere, right? And say, okay, I'm here on time at nine and I leave at five. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm built that way. I don't think I could be very successful in that kind of a job for me. I need more freedom than that. Yeah, that makes sense. So this is an interesting question, but like, do you work remotely in the office or in a hybrid? And does your job require travel? I know you just said like you move from California yeah. to the ranch, but like, how does that work? Yeah, exactly. So I have my office um, on the ranch. It's actually the basement level of our home is my office, a conference room, a library and staff offices for my employees. So they're all there. And then for me, I teach a lot of my classes on our ranch in our indoor arena, but I also do some out here in California and Illinois and Virginia. So kind of a nice hybrid. Um, A lot of my classes are on Zoom 
And then uh, they come in several times a year to meet with me in person because horses are a hard thing to have on Zoom, right? So yeah, they come fair. in so they can be, be with the horses and really learn how to do the method with the horse itself. Yeah. Cool. So what advice do you have for young people considering what you do for their job? I think it's exciting to see what young people will do with, with certifications like ones they can obtain through me, because mm -hmm. they're going to take what I've already discovered with horses and hopefully advance it further, right? Mm -hmm. So your generation will take it even further. I have a lot of hope in your generation doing a lot of things, changing some mm -hmm. of the crazy laws in this country and changing yeah. some of the careers and the way we work in this country. So mm -hmm. I have a lot of encouraging hope for your generation for sure to step into it and make it even better. Yeah. So this one is borrowed from Tim Ferriss, a best-selling author and one of the top podcasters in the world. What is one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made? Mm -hmm. Best investments that I've ever made? Mm -hmm. Is that in general investments? Yeah, anything. Probably. Yeah, probably my farm. So on my farm, I have goats, alpacas, little miniature horses, full-grown horses, but we built it as a campus. So that people who come in to train with me have a great place to stay and to eat and to focus on what they're learning. So it's like the most fun school you could imagine having. And that was, I think, a good investment for us. Mm, that makes sense. So is yeah. there a time in your life where you felt like you completely failed at something, but it ended up helping later on in life? Oh, gosh, that's a great question. Um, yeah, I think like an awful lot of people, sadly, in my generation, I failed at marriage first time around. And that was a really hard wake up call for me. And it's what sent me to therapy in the first place. So actually the fact that I failed at that led me to what I'm so successful in today. So knowing what you know now, would you have done anything differently growing up? Growing up, well, I fell in love with horses right away. My first horse I had when I was 11 years old, and I stayed true to that path. Um, so no, I, I loved school. I was not a kid. Well, I had the leverage of my horses. So when my friends in high school were saying, well, we're all going to go to a party at the river, or we're going to go to Kyle's house because his parents are out of town, you know, that kind of stuff mm -hmm. you get invited to. Yeah. I knew if I did that and I got caught that I would lose my horse. My parents would take my horse away. Mm -hmm. So in a lot of ways, I was a really good kid because I didn't want to lose my horse. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it, it helped me out. Yeah, that's fair. So was there a person in your life, like a parent, grandparent, teacher, coach, or mentor that made a huge impact on you? If so, in what way? And would you like to give them a quick shout out? Oh, I've had so many wonderful mentors and teachers all the way around. Probably one of my um, oldest friends is a, a doctor of psychology. His name is Roger Strachan. And Roger is, I think, 86 years old this year and wow. still doing great. You bet. And he was one of my teachers and also later did some partnering with me with clients and very wise old bird for sure. So I'd give Roger mm -hmm. a shout out. All right. What book do you think all kids should read and why? Mm, gosh. 
Um, I, I love a book. I'm blanking on the name of it right now. I uh, got it. Jeff Olson is the author. It's a book called Slight Edge. And it's an easy book to read, but I think it's a powerful book to read about how we can do things to an okay level, but what it means to really do things at an excellent level and what it yields for you in life. So I believe in constant and never-ending improvement in my business and in my life. And Mm -hmm. Slight Edge has helped a lot of young people and older business people do really well with their businesses. That's cool. So if you could make any one rule in the world that everyone in the world had to follow, what would it be? Wow, that's a great one. Hmm. I think seeking, this is Stephen Covey's quote, seek to understand before seeking to be understood, right? That's that's a good one. You've heard that that. one. Yeah, I've actually read his book. I think there might not be wars, right? Kyle Very just said, well, let me hear your side of it first and come to understand you Mm -hmm. with empathy. So that would be a good rule for the world. Yeah, that book book that you got it from is really good. It is, it is. I'm glad you know that book, good for you. I think knowing what not to do is just as important, if not more so than knowing what to do. Absolutely. What's the worst advice you've ever received? The worst advice? Oh my gosh. Hmm. I've probably let go of it because I don't hold on to negative stuff. So worst advice, boy, Mm. I'm going to come up short on this one, Kyle. I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think when something doesn't feel right to me, I don't hold on to it. You know, I just sort of let it go, let it wander off. Right. Conversely, what's the best advice you have for young people who want to be successful in life and in their work? Focus, probably follow your passion. And when you know what your passion is, like I knew horses were my passion when I was 11. I didn't let anybody talk me out of it. I didn't let anyone discourage me from it. I went and got a degree in agriculture and then my two degrees for psychology and I, I'm glad I followed my own passion and my own heart because all kinds of people that were older than me had ideas with what I should do with my life, but I knew for me what I wanted. So I would say, follow your passion. Mm-hmm. That's good advice. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Melissa. Now it's time for the lightning round. Are you ready? I guess so. Hit me, Kyle. Right. If you'd have dinner with any famous person, past or present, who would it be? Probably Oprah Winfrey. I think she's had such an interesting life and she's got so much wisdom. Yeah. What's your favorite sport to watch, to play? To watch. Well, I'm a Padres fan. We're out here in California. I watch baseball and Mm -hmm. watch Padres fans. So probably that. Maybe professional bull riding also. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's your favorite food? Mexican food. I'm pretty guilty on all kinds of Mexican food, Mm -hmm. beef tacos and all that. (laughs) Cats, dogs, or neither? Dogs. We have big Bernice Mountain dogs. Oh, that's nice. I like dogs too. What's your dream car? Dream car? Hmm, probably a Ferrari. I have a golf cart right now, and I ordered all the little metal plates to put on it to call it our Ferrari. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Mm, Chocolate mint. What's the coolest place you've ever been to? 
Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia is an amazing city and so clean and it's just beautiful. I could go on and on about it. That's probably the most exciting place I've been to. Yeah. What's your dream vacation destination that you haven't been to yet? Well, my husband and I are taking a Viking cruise through Scotland, Ireland, and London one year from now. So that's kind of our dream vacation coming true. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Who's your favorite? Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite musician? Mm, probably old school, probably Willie Nelson, current, probably Katy Perry. What's the best concert you've ever been to? Mm, gosh. Well, Neil Diamond back in the day. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think who we've gone to recently. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So probably Neil Diamond. He he puts on a tremendous show. Shakira is awfully cool too. Hers, mm-hmm. Her concerts are amazing. Awesome. Thanks, Melissa. Thanks again for joining us on the Kids Learn Career Show. Don't Thanks, forget to subscribe Kyle. to the show and tell your friends. See you next time.